So today we are here with Julie Duclou, who is the Chief Operating Officer at Passive, a portfolio management tool that helps investors maintain a balanced portfolio in their brokerage accounts. She has always been into data and math, but it's really been since she joined Passive and learned more about personal finance that she realized the importance of investing. Her investing philosophy is to keep it simple, focused, and consistent, which I love. I think that's a great philosophy for <laughs> anybody. Uh, today we are talking all about maximizing returns and minimizing risk. So the art of asset allocation and portfolio rebalancing. So welcome, Julie. Thank you, Maria. That's so nice to be on. Awesome. So we're just going to jump right in. And can you tell us what is asset allocation and why is it important in our investment portfolio? Asset allocation is the way you slice and dice your portfolio uh, with the assets that you put in, in it. The way I see it, it's it's the end result of um, how you think about your investment and the strategy that you want behind it. When you think of your portfolio um, and the assets that you want to hold in it, you think of the returns that you want to get, the risk that each asset holds, and um, and then how you want to weigh those assets in in your portfolio. And the allocation is really the the assets and the percentage assets assigned to each asset in the total of your portfolio that makes up your strategy. So what are some, when we're talking talking about this asset, what are some different assets that we're trying to kind of allocate? So it could be generally like you start with uh, the bonds and the stocks and the ETFs, uh, even alternative assets like crypto, for example, is one that's pretty popular now. So so all of those, that's the first um, bucket where you would look at it. And then within each category of those assets, those asset classes, you would look at which market you want to cover, the ge- geographic allocation, industries, and then small cap, large cap, that, that sort of things. So lots of different ways cover. to kind of divide it. Slice and dice, yeah. <laughs> so what is the main goal of asset allocation? Each asset has a, a risk and return associated with it. So you want to be able to choose um, each asset depending on that risk versus um, return and then assign weights to it, to each uh, asset so that you can have the best optimal way for you. Can you explain the relationship between that risk and return or risk and reward essentially? So essentially risk and return are uh, correlated. So they uh, go together. Uh, The more risk you take in theory, the more return you potentially could have. Of course, it's not guaranteed. Uh, It's not because you take more risk that you're going to have more return. Generally, each asset uh, class that we talked about earlier, the bonds and the stocks and the asset, um, they have a level of risk and return associated with them. So for example, uh, bonds are seen as safe investments with pretty low return associated with them. Um, Stocks tend to be higher. And then you can take even more risk with alternative assets that are not uh, conventional alternative and potentially have more return, but also take a bit more risk. So how do you know what your asset allocation should be? So we know the risk return, you know, you've talked about all these different slices. How do I know if I should be, you know, 70, 30, 90, 10, all these different things it's it's very complicated and very personal but um generally there's some things that you can think about 
to help you decide. Things like how much risk you can take. Objectively, uh, people, money that they need uh, on a day-to-day or like even in the next one, two, three years uh, that they can't afford to not have right now. So that's something to consider when uh, you, you make an investment is the time horizon that you have for that investment. And generally, the less time you have, the safer you want those investments to be. That's one thing to consider. So also as another way to see it is uh, you might have to change your allocation over time because as the time horizon gets you get closer to the time you need your money back you need to adjust the the risk of your investment so that's one thing to consider and then it's not only the risk that you can take is the risk you're willing to take because some people are fine with having mostly stocks in their portfolio and you know they might have a long time horizon but they're also risk takers in general and uh, some people might not be and I think if if you tend to uh, be risk averse and you're thinking about your portfolio a bit too much at night and you can't sleep then you know it's it's time to buy some bonds instead and then and then you can think also about what you want your returns to be and that generally will have to do with some kind of investment pieces that you have about for example if you think the canadian market is going to overperform then you will tend to bias your portfolio more towards that could be uh, it, it could be a lot of different ways to look at it uh, it could be developing emerging markets it could be certain industries you want to bias your portfolio towards so it sounds like it can be as like complex or as simple as you really want it to be it's yeah that's kind of what i'm hearing <laughs> basically yeah there are a lot of model portfolios out there that tends to keep it simple and uh, I tend to go towards that personally yeah, but I know I'm. we have some people who are watching who might want a lot more detail and uh, think about all sorts of things for the future so uh, it's good to at least think about it even if you end up with a uh, simple portfolio to at least know why you ended up there and uh, consider all the options yeah I'm a definitely a simple portfolio person <laughs> so that talks about asset allocation so what is portfolio rebound Essentially, so when you choose a, a target allocation for your portfolio, so it would be the percentages of each of the assets that you have, that changes over time when the market goes up and down. Rebalancing is just the action of bringing it back to your target allocation that you wanted in the first place. In practice, it would mean selling some of the assets that are over and buying some of the assets that are under. Why is it, I mean, I think you kind of talked about this, but so why is it important to rebalance your portfolio? Essentially, when if, if you have an investment strategy, the assumption is that you chose it for a reason. And so you just want to make sure that uh, your portfolio is still aligned with, with the strategy. Rebalancing would achieve that. Awesome. And how often should somebody rebalance? Like, how can we go about, we know we have to rebalance, but are we doing this like, monthly, weekly, how often we do it and how do we do it? There's multiple ways to look at it. There's basically two ways. Uh, main ways is one is to do it regularly so you would do it monthly or quarterly some people even do it annually if they don't want to think about it too much and then other people just look at the difference between the target what they decided uh, as the allocation and the actual portfolio so let's say the difference is five ten percent then that's for them time to rebalance and are they doing that like are you just are you selling at that point to rebalance? Are you adding more to like offset? How are you like, what are the mechanics of that essentially? You could simply buy to rebalance that that works well for smaller portfolios. And uh, that 
that's also a good strategy if you want to avoid taxes and some fees sometimes with your brokerage. But it, it could get a bit tricky for larger portfolios because you have to allocate the amounts that <laughs> you, uh, like if you need to offset a big difference, you need to put a lot of money into your portfolio to uh, to, to buy all the, the assets that you would need to buy. So uh, that could be tricky for larger portfolios. What are some downsides or potential risks with portfolio rebalancing? That's that's one of them, uh, the tax and fees. Well, each time you make a trade, uh, especially a sell trade, uh, you incur taxes and well, you only on the sell for the taxes, but uh, you could also incur taxes on the buys uh, depending on your brokerage. So you have to consider, is it worth it basically to make that trade with the fees and taxes that I might incur? Because that also impacts your return. You trade too much. I think that would be more the like quarterly, annually kind of rebalance might help with some of those fees as well versus the like looking at it closer because of the volatility of the markets and things like that. Is rebalancing always necessary? So like, why might someone choose not to rebalance their investment portfolio? This is what I just talked about with the taxes. Uh, the other thing that I can think of is uh, to somewhat try to time the market because what one thing that rebalancing does is kind of force you to have a discipline when you buy and when you sell. It, it could be tempting to watch a, an asset go up in your portfolio and, uh, and to just just think, oh, well, maybe I'll just let it go up a bit more before I, I sell it. Rebalancing would force you to sell it at that point because it's overweight compared to what you want, uh, but it would not let it go up uh, more than that. So maybe you're not maximizing the return on in that sense, but it allows discipline. So it's pros and cons. And it, it, it could be on an individual stock basis that you have to make that decision. I think just another way that emotion, like trying to take emotion out of it, that seems to be the common theme, right? Emotion in investing, maybe not yeah, the best relationship. Exactly. And uh, that's, that's why um, I think having a balanced fund strategy where like, you decide of an allocation and then you rebalance. Basically, you just wait for the, the monthly review or the change in your portfolio that's 5 or 10%, depending on what you prefer. Um, and that's when you make the trade, you know it, that's, and you don't have to really think too much about it. Create a system and just stick to it, essentially. Yeah. If someone watching this has investments, but has never looked at them or tracked them before, and you know they just kind of put in or whatever, and they want to see what their asset allocation is. So how do we kind of figure mm -hmm. that out? What's something they can do today to determine what their asset allocation is? Well, I see two, two sort of kind of people. Uh, there might be people who are investing uh, with their bank. And in that case, they might not even know what they invested in. So I would suggest they really look at their statements from their bank and uh, look at what the banks put them in, especially um, if they're in mutual fund, check the fees. You know, there's, there are ways to replicate those mutual funds with ETFs that are lower fees. Uh, so I would suggest that for this category um, of viewers. Um, and then for the ones who have a brokerage account, I would suggest they connect uh, their account to Passive. It's, it's free and uh, they can see the the allocation that they currently have and review where they are currently and uh, decide for themselves if they want to uh, make an adjustment. And then um, if they do, uh, Passive can help them move their portfolio to where they want it to be and then maintain that target in the future. Okay, so we can link. So I have a, I have a brokerage account. I can link it to Passive for free. Mm -hmm. And what that does is it will automatically calculate my asset allocation for me. Is that correct? Yeah, it would calculate 
so like each uh, asset will uh, you will see what the percentage weight it is compared to your portfolio and uh, and then you, you could decide um, what to do from there awesome so that is a definitely a great resource and I think they have a pay can you talk to about the paid upgrade or the the next tier for passive and what that offers so basically the free version does a lot of the heavy lifting already it gives you the the asset allocation tracking um, so you would be able to see a portfolio as a percentage of each asset and then um, get notified if the market changes and you have to make changes um, like buy or sell your, your assets in relation to that target that you have and then uh, once uh, so if once you have to make a trade we will tell you what the trades are and you can with the paid version what the supplement that you get is being able to click a button and place do, those trades at your brokerage account awesome so lots of um, free resources obviously with that so that is great once again julie i want to thank you for your time we've definitely learned a lot about asset allocation and portfolio rebalancing thank you maria mm-hmm.